Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Back to Basic. I am your host, Danielle. That was a very dramatic pause. I'm sorry. I am not feeling that dramatic this week. I know last week I was feeling a little dramatic. Um, I'm feeling okay this week. I kind of just had a relaxing week, um, mostly because the other day I had my wisdom tooth pulled. So if you don't know, I have never had oral surgery before. I had all four wisdom teeth, um, and then I finally went to an oral surgeon, mostly because that was like the one thing that I really had to get done, and because I am in getting, I am getting Invisalign in like a month, I guess. Um, so that you know, my wisdom teeth had to come out. Luckily. I didn't have to get all four out. I only had to get my lower left out. I was awake during it, which was an experience, let me tell you. Um, I've been awake, obviously, through dental work, but having someone pull a tooth out while you're awake, there's something so, like, savage about it, honestly. Like, I couldn't feel pain. There was one point where I did feel a little pain, but... Then he, I guess, took the nerve out and there wasn't any pain. But I could feel so much pressure on my jaw. And he was great, great bedside manner, the surgeon. He basically was talking me through the whole thing. I was obviously reacting. It felt like someone was breaking my jaw, though, truthfully. And it was a wild, wild experience and feeling. I mean, the feeling of having someone literally rip a tooth out, like, in a sense, it was almost terrifying. Like, you know, those dreams where your teeth fall out or something happens to your teeth. Like, I literally felt like I was living that. The whole thing was over within 10 minutes, but it was, you know, slightly traumatic. And I know at the start of this, I said, I'm not feeling dramatic this week, but I guess sometimes it just comes out. Um, So I had to basically like rest and I did not take the painkillers. I had to ice my face. I mean, having the gauze in my mouth for like a whole day was another experience in and of itself. Uh, And now I can only eat soft foods um, and no alcohol for a week, which sucks because I went out with friends, so I couldn't even get a glass of wine and no spicy foods, which also sucks because I love my Cholula hot sauce. Uh, But we're making do and it could have been a lot worse. The pain is manageable. It's really more sore now than anything. Occasionally it hurts. Um, I'm really trying to follow the instructions to a T because I don't want healing to get disrupted or anything to happen. So I'm just trying to be a good patient, I guess, for myself and also just get rest. Um, Even though this past weekend I still was social, which is another thing that I'm trying to get used to being social again, seeing a lot of people. It's been great. It's been draining, mostly because I'm not used to that anymore. So I'm excited to make more plans and do more things. But you know, after a year and a half of not being able to do that, it's an interesting switch. And it's it kind of switched very quickly to the point where now I'm seeing multiple people a week and I'm doing multiple things a week. And you know, there were times before the pandemic where... I would be out, you know, Tuesday night. I'd be out with another friend Wednesday night. I'd be out with another friend Thursday night. And then I'd have weekend plans. And now it's the expectation almost to get back at that. And I'm not 
quite there yet, but I'm definitely planning things like I'm there yet. Like I'm planning seeing a lot of people and doing things because part of me is just like, let's rip the bandaid off and get used to it. So I'm tired um, because it's a good thing, but it's draining as well because all of us have been used to just being home. Um, But the good thing about being home and the thing that I wanted to kind of talk about is more pop culture based and it is the Friends reunion special on HBO Max. Okay, if you are not a Friends fan, you may want to skip the rest of this intro because I'm probably going to gush. If you haven't seen it yet, you may want to skip what I'm about to say. Spoiler alert. Um, I finally watched it during the times when I was resting after the surgery and it was amazing. I think within the first no joke, five minutes of turning on this Friends reunion, I started to cry. And I've always been a Friends fan. I have a very interesting history with Friends. When I was younger, my mom didn't want me to watch Friends. So I would sneak watching it while she was in the other room, and then she would come in and see that it was on and make me change it. Um, But somehow I would always sneak watching it. It was always something I loved that was almost a rebellion, which sounds so funny. But you know, in sixth grade, it is a rebellion. In fifth grade, it is a rebellion. Um, And I do remember watching the finale in real time. Everyone was going to talk about it the next day, so I did watch it. And since then, I've just always been a Friends person. I've watched the series. I have the DVDs. Um, My mom did end up buying me like one of the best of DVD collections. And I watched that thing like I probably burned holes in the DVD, no joke. And it was one of the ones that had like selected episodes. So it had like the one with the prom video and, you know, the pilot and all these really iconic Friends ones. Um, So I've always been a Friends person. Noah and I went to the Friends like experience in New York City when it first came out, the pop-up. Now it's there permanently and they have more stuff and I want to go back. So I've always been a Friends person, but Watching this reunion, to bring it back to what I'm so into this week, my basic of the week, um, and I don't know how you can get more basic than friends love, but uh, it kind of reignited in me that love for friends and really what that show does mean to me and how much I love it and my history with it. So I cried within the first five minutes when the friends reunited. It was just like all was right in the world. Um I loved the behind the scenes. I loved them revisiting the sets. I loved them playing iconic moments from the show. This is a spoiler alert, okay? Um, The fact that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer had a crush on each other and channeled all of that energy into Ross and Rachel literally simultaneously breaks my heart and gives me life at the same time. Okay, again, at the beginning of this whole intro, I said I wasn't gonna be dramatic, but that was dramatic, but I don't care. unpopular opinion. I know I do love Ross. For some reason, I've always loved Ross. I've always related to Rachel on some level. Um, I mean, just hearing that though is incredible. And the way that they looked at each other during the table reads and just, ah, you can just tell it was memories and all these years being brought back. And truthfully, I know Jennifer Aniston is such a huge star and I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I've loved her for years. Um, The fact that she was so emotional and so grateful for this show, like, and so humbled by what this show has brought her and these people. And I loved that so much. I also loved that all of them keep in touch and that they feel this strong bond because you love that, right? Like your favorite shows, you want to see those things. Like the people that bring us these stories, we want to know that they love each other and that some part of that is real. 
So, I mean, honestly, I could talk about this for hours. I mean, when I was younger, I used to sit on my family's desktop and YouTube Friends bloopers and sit there and laugh for hours. And I still can. I can still watch Friends bloopers. If you've never Googled them, please Google them because they are so funny and they will just bring a smile to your face. And I think that's what the Friends thing is, right? Like it brings a smile to your face. And we can all use that now. We can all use that always. Um... But I've definitely become re-obsessed with friends and I am so happy. Like it, it was just such a great reunion. You have to watch it. If you are a Friends fan, you will love it. Obviously, if you weren't a Friends fan, you probably aren't going to watch it. Um, yeah, so that I was losing my damn mind. Like I literally was saying to myself as I'm watching it, like I'm out of my mind. I'm out of my mind right now. Crying, laughing out loud, just rewinding bits that I wanted to see again. It was a whole experience. I did it alone because Noah would have killed me probably because I was like, wait, that was so cute. Let me rewind it. Wait, that was so funny. Let me watch it again. Yeah, that's how I am sometimes when I'm watching things alone. Um, overall though, I am re-obsessed. It is so good. I am definitely going to do a rewatch of Friends. Uh, yeah. So if you feel me, if you watched it, please let me know what you thought. Please let me know I'm not alone in this. I know, again, like I said, it is basic to love friends. I don't care because I quote it constantly. My family has always loved it. It's a thing. It's a thing. We all love our things. We all have our things, right? Like my mom loves Star Trek. That's her thing. Although I've been corrected not to call her a Trekkie. I guess there's Trekkie and Trekker. She did go to a Star Trek convention once, though, at her college. I don't know if she'd kill me for announcing that on my podcast, but we all have our things, you know, and uh, I am a self-proclaimed fangirl. So when I love things, I love hard. And that is my basic of the week. It was so good. It was great to watch it while I was kind of resting from this oral surgery. So yeah, it kind of almost made up for the hard week I was talking about last time. Um, definitely bled into the the past week like the negativity and hardship definitely carried over um and I'm just trying to not let myself get overwhelmed like that I think I talked about it last time where I need to set those emotional boundaries so I'm setting my emotional boundaries and gonna watch some friends and have some laughs because life is better when you're laughing now Speaking of keeping things light, although this is a very different type of light that I'm going to be talking about, this week's conversation is so, so interesting. I sit down with Danielle, who is the High Vibe Witch. She is a light worker. She helps women stand in their power, live authentically, and understand their energy. She does a lot of energy work, and I was editing it, and I couldn't stop listening to it. Danielle really speaks about owning your energy, understanding who you are. She helps people find that. And we talk about so many different subjects that are just so interesting to me. I'm, I'm always so interested about things that we're not taught traditionally, you know, and understanding who we are. And it is just such a cool interview, honestly. Um, Danielle really knows what she's speaking about. And I think if you are someone who wants to know who you are, find your passion, 
find how to own who you are and connect with yourself and connect with your energies. Or if you just are interested in learning about something different, listening to Danielle speak is going to be so good for you. Um, I know that I really want to do a reading with her myself and really want to have her back on the podcast again and again because I just feel like there are so many subjects and so many topics that we can really touch on. But I love this episode. I think it's so cool. And... You guys know. I love all that stuff. I love tarot cards and ghosts, which we do kind of talk about a little bit. Um, Doesn't really have to do with what she does, but we just kind of get into all those things and it's so fun. With that being said, I hope that you watch the Friends reunion if you're into Friends because could it be any better? And I hope that you are ready to get back to basic with Danielle, the high vibe witch. Danielle, thank you so much for getting back to basic with me. How you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am so excited. I told you before the recording, but I am so excited to have you on. Um, we know each other in real life. You are really good friends with my cousin, Joanna. And when I saw what you do, I immediately was so intrigued and I like followed your pages. Um, you are the high vibe witch, correct? Yes. Which I love that name. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> um, now I really just want you to tell us who you are, what you do, and then we'll just jump into it because I have a million questions. So my name is Danielle. I am an energy healer and I've been diving into human design and I help people discover their purpose and really understand who they are and what they came here to do. That's so interesting. How did you get into that? So I actually had a terrible mindset for like the longest time. And my aunt had sent me a quote from the secret. And that's all about like your mindset and manifesting. And I was like, what is this? So I started looking into it and I was like, it's a book. I was like, do I need to read this? And she was like, yes, you do. (laughs) I was like, okay. So I became obsessed with like manifesting and all of that. And I just got so obsessed. I went from manifesting to energy healing and what's Reiki. And now I'm going to Reiki healers and I'm learning more and more about energy. And then I'm going to tarot readers and I'm like, I want to do this myself. Like, and I just started diving into everything like so quickly (laughs) and just learning everything about it. So did you like initially want to learn how to do it or just want to learn what it is? I wanted to learn how to do it, but I wanted to learn it for myself. Um, And then the more I started diving into it, I was like, this is so amazing. And like, why are we not taught this in school? And like, we're just taught so much about like, you have to do things for money and everything's about money. And yeah, money's great. Like I'm not knocking money. I love money. Right. (laughs) It's like, you want to do what you love too. I think 90% of the people I know, if they won the lotto tomorrow would quit their jobs, like their nine to fives. If I won lotto tomorrow, I would continue to do this because I'm so obsessed with it. And it's so transformative. I'm obsessed with bettering myself and becoming the highest version of myself. And I want to help others do that because we're not taught to find your passion. Who are you? What do you love? What lights you the F up? Yeah. Like it's so important. We really aren't. And it's so funny because I was doing another recording earlier and we were also talking about how like when you graduate college, you're told get a nine to five, get the 401k, get the insurance. No one ever says to you, but what do you really like? Like go into something you like. And if you don't like it, you can leave it. We're just taught like to grind. So it's so crazy that that's what like the world is, but there's just this other world 
that we don't like the everyday person doesn't really know. And like, you're tapping into that. So I think that that's really, really cool. And I'm so curious. So exactly how did you get started? You just started researching and like you were doing it on yourself first. And then what made you want to help others? So I actually found a coach like randomly at like an event in like Scarsdale. Really? Yes. Uh, you know, she was selling crystals at like this mother's day event. I was like, Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. And we were talking and we were talking about like Reiki. She goes, Oh, I'm a Reiki healer. And she started teaching me everything. She knows she's the best. I just was so obsessed with how she lives her life and how she got to help me. And I was like, I want to do this. I've always been obsessed with helping people. Like that lights me up. Even my cousin has a foundation and doing that like lights me up, just helping. And I was like, this is so different. And like energy is really everything. And we're not taught that like everything is energy. And so we don't think that like our thoughts, our words, it affects people on such a different level than we even realize. Learning more about this and working with Kate, my mentor, I was just like, I have, I I just have to like help people with this because why are we so stuck in living lives that we, we don't want and we don't love, like most of us don't jump out of bed on a Monday morning. Like I feel like we can, we can have that life. We can do what we love. We can pay the bills. I really want to help people tap into that. So is it tapping into when you say energy, is it like your personal energy? Is it like the energy of what's around you, the environment? Cause I totally agree. I do think that everything comes down to that. And like words are so powerful. We really have no freaking idea. Um, and how powerful our brains are. Like there are times when, I mean, just as an example, like I have freaked myself out and given myself like a panic attack. And then I'm like, nothing that I'm freaking out about is like real. Like there's nothing concrete that I'm freaking out about. Meanwhile, I'm like manifesting this entire panic attack. So when you say energy, do you mean like personal energy, the energy you like omit, like, what are you talking about? It's everything. So both, um, you can't really tap into the energy of somebody else or the energy of, I mean, even like, I'm just gonna use my phone as an example, because it's right here. Like everything is energy, but you can't tap into other energy unless you really understand your own energy. So I would say really getting in touch with your, your own energy first would be the number one. Is that what you do? Like you help people tap into their energy? Yes. How, like, how does that, how does that happen? What does that mean? How do you do that? I have found human design to be really helpful with that. It really breaks down kind of the way you work and it's the science of differentiation. That's like my favorite way of explaining it. It's really how you're different and how we're all very different. And it explains the energy that you kind of embodied when you came here. So like when you were born. Yes. It's you put in like your birth date, your birth time, um, where you were born and it gives you your human design. And that's kind of how I got obsessed with human design is it really gives you a breakdown and an understanding of who you are and what your energy is like. So everyone is one of five energy types. It's a manifester, a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector, or a reflector. So for example, I'm a projector and projectors are very good at being like birds on the trees. We're very good observers. We're not lions. I was always taught to be a lion. So I am literally always like trying to go after things. And like, that can be repelling for my energy type. Okay. Also always told that I don't have enough energy. 
And people are like, what is wrong with you? Are you okay? Are you healthy? Like why do you have any energy? But projectors don't have the same energy as some of the other types. I pick up energy from other people, but I don't have consistent access to my own like energy, like work life force energy. (laughs) So it sounds like crazy. No, no, no. no. I'm like following. It's just like so interesting because I'm like, okay, like what else? Like what, what is this? How does that manifest in how you work and how you are as a person then? So for me, like people always said, okay, you're lazy. Like you're, um, you know, I'm perceived as lazy. I'm this, I'm that for me. Now I understand that I just need rest and I need to work in a different way. A lot of projectors don't do well in nine to fives because we're not meant to work for that long of a period, but I can get the same amount of work done in a shorter time. So we're very efficient, but we just can't work those long hours. A lot of projectors tend to nap or need rest during the day. And now that I'm aware of that, it's like, okay, so like, maybe you think I'm lazy, but like, I know I'm not. And it was kind of a limiting belief that I was able to let go of. And it's also like your chakras and really understanding like that everything that's, you know, in your outward appearance and your I don't want to say like appearance, but like your personality and everything that's coming out, everything is from the, from inside, right? Everything starts inside. So if your mindset's not good and you're constantly feeling anxiety, you were talking about anxiety earlier for me, my anxiety is like right in my heart space. It Mm -hmm. like sits there. So if you're not moving that, that energy out and you're not getting in touch with, okay, well, like, so I'm, I'm feeling this. Why could I be feeling this? How can we start moving it? Is it breathing? That's all getting in touch with who you are and your energy. And human design also helps in that sense because you can start to make decisions better. A lot of our anxiety comes from not being able to make decisions the right way. We're all taught, like, make a decision with your head. You need to think about it. Actually, nobody should make decisions with their head. Really? (laughs) Nobody should be, like, really thinking about it. It should really be um, from different areas. For example, a generator makes it with their sacral and it's just as simple, like yes or no, they know in the moment for me that is my spleen. So like if the longer I think about a decision, the less clear I actually become on it. So it's so weird. And it's like, yeah, all these things and how you never realize like there's so many different ways to get in touch with your energy and who you are and what works for you versus what works for me. Just understanding who you are on that level, I feel like is something that can help you in so many areas of your life. Okay. So I have a question actually. So if you're putting your stuff in on like to figure out what, what is it? Your human design, like what you are, is that similar to astrology and stuff? Because I've always wondered, like people will say, Oh, you're a cancer and you have a Leo moon and this is why you are the way you are. So is that similar? It actually okay. all interconnects. So you really actually combines astrology, Chinese I Ching, um, the Kabbalah tree of life, uh, quantum physics and Hindu chakra systems, all of those modalities within human design. So I'm also actually studying astrology too. Um, that's I'm awesome. not into that yet. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It all connects and it all just plays a part in your energy. So does your, your life, right? Like your free will and your environment and all of those things do play a part, but these charts are your highest expression, your highest self. So you have the ability to reach those highest potentials of all of those things, your sun, your moon, (laughs) yeah, your human design. There's so much involved with human design and like these gates and all of this, and they all have higher and lower expressions. It's the same with astrology. So you might be in the lower expression of something, 
but you have the ability to reach the higher potential of it. In order to reach that higher potential, you have to tap into who you are, why you are the way you are. And then is it like, are there... I don't want to say are there steps because I know it's different for everybody, but how do you like get to that point? Is that what you do? Do you help people figure out how to take that information and then do something with it? Yes, exactly. I can okay. do this reading. If you're like, I just kind of want to have an idea. Like, yeah, we could just do a reading, but if you want it to be transformative, you have to be open to it first and foremost, because I can tell you everything. I can tell you how to do it, how to get to where you want to be, the best ways to do it. But if you don't want to do it or you're not in the headspace to do it, it's not going to change. That's exactly what I do. I'm going to help you understand your who you are, what might work best for you. We can experiment with it. And then we're going to work through like, what are your limiting beliefs? Like, what is your shadow work? Because healing is not just about the good stuff. It's not just the rainbows and butterflies. Unfortunately, there's this very dark <laughs> shadow yeah. side that really comes out that you have to work through a lot of limiting beliefs actually can lie in your human design or so for example, like astrology, like I have a ton of earth in my chart and earth can be very controlling. I can have that. Okay. <laughs> and I was even at dinner the other night and I was like, okay, well you can sit there and you can sit there. And I was like, oh wait, I'm sorry. I just have a lot of earth and I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love that by the way. Just saying like, I have a lot of earth. I just need <laughs> just give me a second, but that's, that's so interesting. Yeah. I think it helps to bring such awareness. So it can be very validating. So with this stuff, you really want to acknowledge like, okay, it could be really validating, but you want, have to want to work to get to the higher expression of it and work through your shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. Yeah. You can curse. So is the shadow stuff that you're talking about? That's like, is that the negative energy? Like the net, like, what does that mean? It's really like your limiting beliefs. So if okay. you, it's your limiting beliefs, it's like the trauma that's happened to you throughout your life, your inner child, all of that, that really needs to be healed. A lot of us are taught to kind of move on, let it go, but it sits with us. It's all, it's all energy. It's all, it stays in your body. So even if your mind has forgotten, your body hasn't Reiki, inner child healings, all of those things can really help you start to release and heal all of those traumas that you have. So in healing, is that talking it through, talking about it? Like, what does that mean healing? Cause I know like, obviously when you go to therapy, like you talk through those things and you kind of like either release it or you like find tools to help you through. Um, what does it mean healing? So healing would be moving that stagnant energy out of your body. It can be talking. It could sometimes for me, like I'm a talker, like talking, Same. obviously <laughs> we're talking right now yeah, on my podcast. So obviously I'm a talker. <laughs> Talking is super helpful. Some people um, also do better journaling. So journaling things out, like, and you might have to do it a lot. Like, okay, it's not just like one time, like right. I journaled about this and it's gone. Like you might have to journal about the same thing a hundred times until you really start to understand like, okay, this is why I am the way I am in this area. This is why this hurts so much. And how do I keep moving to like, actually let that go and actually no longer making that a part of my story that holds me back, just a part of my past. It's part of who I was, or, you know, everything's a part of who you're going to be and, and shapes you. You just don't want to hold on to things. 
if that makes sense. It does make sense. And um, <laughs> I am definitely someone who holds a grudge. So I need to work on that. But it's also psychology, right? It sounds like a little bit also like why, like psychology, like why our brain does the things it does and holds on to certain traumas. And, you know, they say like when you're a kid or if something's traumatic, you block it out. I wonder, is it also a little bit of that? It definitely is. And I'm so happy to know that I'm using my college degree in some sense. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've done traditional therapy myself and I okay. think it's great. Um, the difference I think with coaching or really tapping into your energy versus therapy is you kind of go to therapy and you talk and you talk for, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, and then you leave. And then you either come back next week or two weeks from now, you have a whole set of other issues that you have to talk about. So things take a lot longer, I think, to heal and, and to move through in like just traditional talk therapy, because you're not really going home and like, you're not told to, okay, you should journal and you should do this. Um, you know, the way I, I work is I would give you soul work and work that you're going to do when we're not on a zoom together and we're actually going to work through everything. I want you to leave me and like, you know, who the F you are and you're going to use your skills and your abilities that you chose to came, come onto this earth with. Yeah. (laughs) And you're either going to go and start your business or you're going to go into a nine to five that makes sense for you. I just want people to like really use their gifts because so many of us are just dulled by the way society works. I was going to say definitely by the way society is because it's like not like what you do is not quote unquote traditional. And I even know people who are like yoga instructors for a living. And even what like they're even seen as like not traditional. And it's like, but if that's what feeds them, then they should do it. Right. Like life is too short for us to not do what we love. The fact that you help people find their passions. I mean, that's, I, I, that's gotta be so rewarding. How does that honestly, how does that feel? Incredible. Honestly, it's so funny. Like I could think about like going on a meeting with like my nine to five crew and like, it drains me. I can get off a call like this with you. I can get off a human design reading or a client call. And I am like elated. Like I have more energy than I've had all day when I am done doing this work. And that's how I know it's aligned for me. That's how I know it works. And it's how I know I'm starting to use like my gifts as a projector. We tend to see, to really penetrate people's energies and really understand people and see people better than we can even see ourselves. I can help people pick up on like their, their skills and what they should maybe be doing. They might not listen to me, (laughs) right? but I can help see that and help guide them. And I'm like, why wouldn't I use this? Like fun, it's rewarding. And I want you to be happy. I want you to be successful. And if I can help you do that, like it's the best feeling in the world. (laughs) Yeah. That definitely just sounds amazing. Now I'm curious too, obviously I need to figure out what my human design is. So we'll probably talk at another point because I'm going to Google this like crazy after, but, um, as a projector, like you said, you can like see other people very clearly. Now, is that similar to like an empath, someone who can feel what other people feel or things of that nature? So yes. And other types have those abilities as well. It really depends on if your emotional center is open or defined, which is like a whole other. Well, going- I have other podcast recordings. Don't worry. Cause I'm sure I'm <laughs> going to have to ask you a million questions and then the listener is going to be like, ask her this. So we'll talk more about the details, but you can, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you can go through your human design on a podcast. We could do Ooh, a- that <laughs> would be fun. And then everyone would be like, that's why she is that way. And I'd be like, <laughs> but okay. So your emotional center, if it's open or closed, that, that determines if you're like an empath. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say like, you're not an empath. If you have a 
defined center. It's just that when you have it open, you are actually picking up other people's emotions and amplifying it out. So mine's open. I'm just going to say yours is defined. I don't know. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But um, if we're in a room together and you're really angry, I'm going to start to feel angry. And now you might be feeling it at a five. I'm at like a 10 and I'm like, why are, why are we so mad? Like what's going on? Really? Yeah. So that's kind of where like empath comes from because you're actually feeling that emotion with that person. What is the difference then between feeling other people's things or like, I guess an intuition, right? I've always been told that I have a very good gut. Like I can sense a situation or sense how people are and I'll say it out loud to someone and they'll be like, no, 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 that's not true. And then like maybe down the line, something comes to fruition. And I'm like, I called that. Like there have been times where I had a friendship and I was like, this friendship's going to end. Something's going to happen. Or this person's not going to talk to me anymore. And people around me will be like, no, 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 you're crazy. You're crazy. That's, you know, maybe you're having a little fight, but it's not going to end. And months later, it's exactly how I called it. And so I'm just curious, like, what is it an intuition thing? Is it like, like, what does that mean? Because I'm sure that also has to do with all of these things as well. I'm not saying obviously I'm like a psychic. I'm just saying like, I tend to trust my gut and I've started to do that more because I used to not trust it. And obviously shit happens. So I'm just curious, like, what is that? Cause I feel like it's all together, it's, right? hundred oh, percent. Everyone's intuitive. Everyone has those abilities, psychic okay. abilities. We're all, you know, star beings. We're all connected. We're, we all have those abilities, right? It's just, if you want to tap into it. So you're, you might, I mean, now I'm just so curious about your human design, but <laughs> Me too. We'll talk about, we'll schedule another Zoom call soon. It could be your gut. It could just be the way you're feeling it, but it's just your intuition. Um, so feeling somebody else's emotion versus like your intuition telling you, mm, that's what I'm, I'm picking up on the energy of that person would be a little different because okay. you're not picking up on their like anger. You're not actually feeling that emotion with them. You're just picking up on like the vibes and the energy that they're putting out. Okay. That makes sense. And yeah. Your, your intuition is like, not like this isn't a good situation for us or like, oh, this is probably how this is going to go. Okay. I have heard this before and you just kind of said it, but I'm sure that it's like a little different. I have heard that when we're born, we all have the ability to, I don't want to say see ghosts because that sounds crazy, but like, do you know what I mean? Like we, we don't have inhibitions. We don't have, we're not supposed, we don't know that we're not supposed to see those things. And we're not supposed to know, like they say, like babies can see angels and like babies can see different planes. Is that similar? And that as we grow older, we all kind of are told like, oh, this is woo woo. This is crazy. Like, so we close it off. Like I did it. I turned, I turned it off. I really, uh huh. I had I, to this day, <laughs> I can remember this specific example, but you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, like the TV is off, the lights are off and your eyes just kind of play tricks on you. Yes. Okay. So that's what I thought was happening. There was a man over my bed. Look like what I would imagine a fisherman to look like, right? Okay. Like a vest on, a hat, like just looked like a fisherman, this tall man standing over my bed. No, no, like I'm crazy. Like it's, it's just my eyes. Right. And I like rubbed my eyes. I'm like staring and I'm like, oh my God, he's not going away. I got up to scream and he disappeared. But it was Oof. it was so vivid. Like he was there. Like yeah. He yeah. Was there. <laughs> Those moments, like the more you have them and the more we scream, the more we freak, we freak out the more we close it off and it's so much harder to open it back up, but Ooh. we all have that. Yeah. But like, it's scary. You're not taught like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. And I mean, I guess anybody would be like a little freaked out by it, but yeah. Um, it's definitely something we all have. And as we get older, we lose it. Children are very connected to the spiritual realm. 
I was going to say, because there have been a few times like my sister had like a medium come to the house and the medium said that her son, like he had the ability if he tapped into it to become like a full blown medium. Like he could like if he chose to actually speak to spirits and like actually. But he was like very like, no, 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 I don't want that. I'm not comfortable with that. It didn't come to fruition. But there were definitely moments and in his room specifically when things would happen. And they said it's just because he is more predisposed exposed to that. Like he has whatever, I guess each of us have like a certain amount that we could tap into. So he had like the most, it makes sense. Right. Cause when we're little, no one tells you like, Oh, make believe isn't real. Like you shouldn't be doing that. And yet as you get older, we know that, Oh, ghosts aren't real. Oh, that's not, that's not real. So I think that's so, it, it's so funny that that all ties in to what you do and what energy is. And it's just, I swear we could talk for like an hour and we probably will. Um, as far as Reiki, can you just touch on what that means and what that is also? Because I've heard that. I'm sure listeners have heard that as well thrown around. I know it has to do with everything we're talking about, but what is specifically is Reiki and Reiki healing? So Reiki is like a Reiki healer is just kind of a conduit for clearing out energy from, so I would help you clear out your energy. And um, that's really with like your chakras, all of us have chakras. It's like our main energy points. And when those are blocked, we have trouble reaching those higher potentials. So you have your root, which is where it starts. which is like the base of your spine. And then you have your sacral, your solar plexus, your heart, your throat, your third eye and your crown. Okay. So if your root is blocked, the rest of the energy can't like swirl up. If that makes sense. Okay. By using Reiki, you can start to remove those blocks. And there's so many other things that you would, you can do to like connect with your chakras and start to understand them and start to understand like what that might look like. Like for example, the root, like fears of money, um, like fear of not being secure not having safety, um, things like that can start to, those are blocks in your root. So you would use um, Reiki to help start moving that energy out of the body. Now, I don't know if this is similar, but I went to a psychic once who told me that I was blocked at the neck and she, but she told me now I take what she said with a grain of salt, but she did say that I was blocked at my neck mm -hmm. and she said it was because of a past life. She said in a past life, I was like beheaded. And she said, yeah, she was like, you were beheaded in a past life and something with my wrists. Like I was cut at the wrist or something. Cause I, maybe she did also did energy and maybe she was just pulling psychic shit. She said that and I'll never forget it. And I was always like, what does that mean? And she was like, you have to like clear that. And I, and I've, for years, I've just been like, what? Does that mean it does that make any sense? Or do you think she was just like, no, it definitely can. So if it's a past life thing, I think Reiki can definitely help move any block that you might have in the throat chakra. But if it's past life, I would say you would need to see like a past life regressionist or mm. like, like somebody like that, because okay. that might be like deeper. You might, maybe you could start with Reiki, but definitely that you like, you talk and you like do like the podcast, like that's definitely like really helpful for the throat. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I'm like, your truth like, as I'm choking. Really helpful. But definitely, if she's like saying past life, it could be something to look into. You might also have like intuitive hits about that, like, or like pick up on things. For example, like I couldn't leave my house when I was younger without having food because what if I got separated from my family? There's a war or something, and now I have no food. <laughs> 
Really? So I'm like pretty sure that I died of like starvation in a past life. Oh my God. <laughs> because like, it was such a real, th- I would go to my aunt's house, but like, what if I got separated from people and I didn't have food? I would always have to bring like granola bars and stuff in my bag. And my mom was like, what is wrong with you? You would need to be prepared. Yeah. Even at dinner, like I would need to stack my plate. And my mom was like, you can go back for seconds. Cause like, then I wouldn't eat half of it and she would have to throw it out. Yeah. And she was like, you can go back for seconds. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I need to make sure I have it. Like I need to have it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's what it was. Yeah. Honestly, so like, you uh, have anything like that, that like kind of like makes you be like, oh, okay. But I do say that like with anybody, like you can, you have to take what they say, like with a grain. Of course. Salt. Yeah. My friend had, she went to some, somebody and they told her that she was cursed. Oh God. It was a disaster. So I like talk to freak out. Yeah. Right. I yeah. would be like, oh my God, no. I was like, no, no, no. You're probably not cursed. Like relax. It's probably like a block. And she just did not use a great terminology. Yeah. Cause like, obviously. <laughs> like there are people who are going to like bullshit and like there are people who are going to do that because they're making money right so it's like there's authenticity and then there's some people who maybe exaggerate or go too far with it like the woman who was just like you're so close with your father and I was like uh-huh he's I literally went mm-hmm. uh he's he's actually passed and she was like I meant that you are close spiritually <laughs> I was like okay thank you <laughs> like it was so so like I was like like she did the whole past life thing before that and like she was pretty on with everything else and when she said that though I was kind of like I feel like you're just at this point just giving me other shit because I already reacted like oh my god that's so crazy but yeah take everything with a grain of salt right like it's also same with you go like to a medium I told you earlier I've been to a medium and some stuff they were like, eh, I wasn't really on it. Some stuff was like, holy shit, how did you know that? Like my favorite example is I wore an, um, my father's class ring. He also went to Iona and I wore it on a chain underneath my shirt. Like you couldn't even see that I had anything on. And halfway through, she just like stopped and she said, what's around your neck right now? And I was like, nothing. What are you talking about? And she was like, your father says you're wearing something of his around your neck. Are you? And I was like, like freaking out. I know it's a podcast and I just like shook my head, but um, I was freaking out. Cause I was like, no. And I said, I think I said to her, like, are you fucking with me? Like I literally, cause I was just like, there was no way. And I was like, are you? fucking with me and she was like isn't that crazy and she was like oh yeah like your mom gave you that like class ring or whatever and I was like oh my god like I was like out of everything I was like "Eh, you could be on it but the fact that she knew that I had this thing around my neck that I deliberately hid I was Mm -hmm. like wild so I love this shit I could talk about it for hours and we definitely will what is your goal though like with what you do like I know you want to help people and you want to have them find their best life and their best selves but like personally for yourself what is your goal in doing this like where do you want to go next with it I would definitely like this to be like what I do that would be like the goal right now um right now I really want to build relationships with people and trust so I'm doing a lot of things for free I actually um I mentioned before that my cousin has a foundation, his birthday, he had passed away, um, I'm gonna say like 10 years ago now, but his, um, birthday is on May 30th. So I'm going to be doing something, um, for free. There's like no cap on how many people get it. Um, so like, it'll be like human design reading and Oracle readings, depending on what you want. And all you have to do is follow like my account and his account and, and you'll get something for free because, um, I really want to build connections with people too right now and really build trust in a community. Yeah, definitely. And like almost give back in a way because that's your Mm -hmm. whole purpose, right? Is to help people. So quickly before you go, also Oracle, Tarot, what is that? I've seen Tarot cards at Barnes and Noble and I'm always tempted to pick them up. But like, what is it? What does it mean? Is it something that we can do ourselves? Like, 
A hundred percent. I ordered mine on Amazon. Some people say like, oh, you should have your tarot uh, cards like gifted to you, like your first set. I didn't do that. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go and, and buy them and nothing has terrible has happened to me. <laughs> right. So I think that depends on what resonates best with you, but um, yeah, anybody can pick them up. Um, you can go, there's sources online that you can use um, and you can just pick up the cards and start to really like pick up on your own intuitive meaning for them along with like what their actual meaning is. You could totally dive into them yourself, but it's really guidance. I like to stress that because there are some cards in there that look horrifying. I mean, okay. there's a card, there is a tower card where it looks like the whole world is like crumbling down. Like <laughs> there's, there's a devil card. I mean, people freak out. So it's always picking up on your energy at that moment. So if we do a reading and like you're in a bad mood or in a bad space and we're like talking about a situation and you want guidance on it and the death card comes up, it doesn't mean like you were going to die. Right. <laughs> it, it means like it's the end of like a situation or the end of something. Okay. Um, you know, there's going to be like a rebirth. Um, we're always dying and re- being reborn in this life. So it means like, you know, it can mean, it'll mean that. <laughs> yeah. It's in that moment. So like, if you're, if you then change your energy and we do the same reading two weeks down the line, you might get like all sun and beautiful cards. We're like, Oh, like the whole situation changed because there's free will. Nothing is predetermined really. I mean, I just don't ever want people to like freak out when they yeah. see tarot yeah. cards and they're like, for me, it was easier for me to like actually pick them up myself and get to know the cards a little bit before I went to and someone. Yes. Because okay. then I kind of had my own understanding of them too. Um, because you might not resonate with the reader that you go to and they might tell you something that you don't love or that they shouldn't have maybe said, and it can like really sit with you. Um, so I think having an understanding of the cards before going in is helpful for some people. Definitely pick them up. Um, cards are great. I would totally recommend starting with Oracle cards. They're simple. They have like little books, like little meanings, um, right in there and they're a little lighter. So, okay. Definitely start with Oracle. <laughs> so not like death. And then you're going to be like, oh God. Yeah. Like yeah. the reels I did today, like those are all like Oracle. So they're just like, they're lighter. They're still giving you guidance, but definitely start with that before you like, or just like, I'm going to dive into a tarot deck and be like okay. traumatized. <laughs> all right. So if you're listening and you want to like start, let's, let's start light. Let's start yeah, light. Exactly. Um, so do you manifest also? Is that something that you do, that you teach, that you help with? Because so many people have said to me, you need to manifest these things. Like you need to like, and I know it's like a whole law of attraction thing and it's what you put out there. And I totally believe in karma and it's a whole thing. And we'll talk about this another time, but just out of curiosity quickly, like, is that something that you help with and you can help people find how to do? Definitely. Cause we actually all manifest differently. If you go out and, and look and you'll see like manifesting accounts and stuff like that. They're like, you need to be detailed and you need to, you know, have a vision board. And that's great for some people. It's not necessary for others. Um, it's really, I always find about what resonates for you. Um, but it's, it, there is also a piece in your human sign that can kind of tell you what might work best for you. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. But we're actually manifesting all the time. So it's just that when you're aware of it, it becomes harder because you're, it's like, Oh, like, can I, can I manifest a million dollars? It's like, Oh, I, I, I would like a, ma- a million dollars, but it's like not coming to me. It's also doing work. It's not just like, Oh, I wrote down, I want a million dollars 500 times. And like, it's not here. Or I wrote out a check. Like I want a million dollars. Like people like my brothers do that to me all the time. They're like, well, 
I would love a million dollars. Like I'm telling the universe, I want a million dollars. It's not coming. And I'm like, well, it doesn't work that way. Right. (laughs) It's actually like doing the work because especially when, when you're aware of it, I, I find that like, then you're in a bad mood and you're like, oh my God, I'm not manifesting or I'm, I'm manifesting something bad. And it just gets in your head too much, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, but we're all manifesting all the time. You're all capable of it. Um, it's really just working through your limiting beliefs, because if you don't believe that you can have something, how is the universe going to give it to you? And it's being consistent too. There's a lot that goes into it. It's not just as simple as some people make it out to be. Yeah. And it's also very intimidating because Mm -hmm. everyone's like, you can manifest anything, but you have to do this. And so it's like, well, what do I do? Like Mm -hmm. I can try, but so I I love that you're helping people find what works for them because it's not one size fits all. Just like anything is not one size fits all, right? Like nothing is going to work for me that works for you, that works for him or her or whoever. I love this. We need to talk way more, but we're running out of time. Before you go, what pop culture loves do you have right now? Like, what are you loving? What are you a big fan of? What are some of your things that you gravitate towards in your free time? Is TikTok considered? Yeah. TikTok <laughs> scroller. So am I. It's so bad. <laughs> I also have a guilty pleasure of the Kardashians. I'm a little sad they're ending. I mean, it's just like, it's nice to know that it's there. I mean, we kind of grew up with it. <laughs> yes, we did. It's been like how many years now? God. God forever. And the, the first seasons were the best. I'm sorry. They were way better. Hell yeah. <laughs> Not even in a competition. I'm sorry. I agree. It's one of those things that I'm like, I don't love to love it. The show is fun. Yeah. It's just like, it's fun. You don't have to like pay attention. You don't have to like, it's just like good. I love it. You don't have to think. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to like think. I don't want to say like, you don't have to think. Yeah. You don't have to think, <laughs> but it's true. Um, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, literally. Daniel, what does basic mean to you? Um, Basic means honestly, just, I feel like for me being basic is just being myself because I'm what is defined as basic. A hundred percent. I'm like the first online for that pumpkin spice latte. I get excited for Christmas cups at Starbucks. Like you can't get more. Basic no, I love it. Hey, it's a, there's a reason why we all gravitate towards that. Like everyone makes fun of it, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know one person who doesn't love the Christmas cups, you know? Uh, like when they tried to change it one year, I was like, excuse me. Yeah. How <laughs> dare you? Put a snowman on it for me, please. God. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> it's so true. And I'm sure that it all has to do with our human design and all that stuff too, about like why we love what we love and just, oh, yeah. like, uh, why some things are like people are fixated on certain things. Like I can have a hard time letting things go. So like knowing that and being aware of it, like I can let things go a little quicker now because I'm like, okay, like, Hey, I'm aware of this. We're going to let go now. <laughs> okay. I love that. We need yeah. to, we need to talk way more because yeah. I need to find out why I do the things I do. <laughs> why I am the way I am. Danielle, (laughs) tell everybody where they can follow you. If they want more information, if they want a reading from you, any of that stuff, tell them where to find you. Plug it in. You can find me at the high vibe, Witch on Instagram. It's the main thing that I use. I'm on TikTok as well. Same at the high vibe, Witch, but I'm still getting the hang of TikTok, but uh, definitely Instagram. Perfect. Danielle, thank you so much. I hope that you will come back uh, a bunch of times because I feel like I have 50 more questions to ask you. I had so much fun. You made it so easy. Ah, Thank you. All right, everybody. That was my conversation with Danielle, the high vibe witch. So interesting. Please give her a follow. Go check her out. Follow us on Instagram at Back to Basic Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Danielle Maria Costa. Rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things. Let me know who you want me to get back to basic with, what you want me to get back to basic about. And of course, 
my friends, friends, see what I did there? I will see you on Wednesday because on Wednesdays, we podcast.